Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. 164-run win at the end of it all. So it was a long five days in the end in the heat over there in Perth, although it did cool down. And Nathan Lyon wrapped things up yesterday with six wickets on the uh, final day. It was an extraordinary performance. So let's concentrate on what's happening on the pitch for the Aussies when it comes to how they got rid of this West Indian team that was so resilient and what uh, the Windies can put up for the second test. Stephen O'Keefe is on the line. Socky joins me to break all this down. Good morning to you, mate. How are you, Matty? I'm good, thanks. I'm good. So what did you make of Australia's on-field performance here? They had to... The, the West Indies were like, you know, a, a good old Aussie summer. They were the flies that were never going away. They just showed resilience in the face of this outstanding <laughs> bowling attack. <laughs> Mate, I was just thinking while you were talking about Qatar and low crowd numbers, what are your thoughts on maybe starting to pay a few people just to turn up in Aussie jerseys? I mean, I'd happily turn up. If the, but do you reckon we could get the government to flick us a bit of extra cash and just get us to stand in the crowd and wave a West Indian flag around maybe? I don't know. Oh, well, I'll tell you just, what. Just a you thought know, bubble. Hey, you just... Listen, it's not a bad thought. I mean, we've been doing it for years. The Fanatics have been doing it for years. Tennis Australia have been invested in the Fanatics. And I reckon Cricket Australia could do that and and show some support for the Aussie team. Look, while we're on that, let's address that issue. While we're on that, I mean, those figures, there's a whole heap of reasons why, Sock, but those figures Mm. are are incredibly concerning. And to me, it all goes back to headquarters. I think the players yep. have got to take a part in this and all that kind of stuff, but it goes back to headquarters yep. because they're not sitting yep. down and saying, okay, what have we got? We've got the best team in the world. Why aren't we telling people mm. that? Do you get that feeling as well, or where do you think it sits? Oh, I just think there's been – I don't reckon it's probably one thing, but I think leading into the summer, it just didn't seem like – there wasn't a lot of positive rhetoric around the team, was there? There was a lot of drama going on. The team hadn't performed well, and then it seemed like there was a bit of overkill with the cricket, with the one days with the England side, and then we get a a West Indian team that probably, no disrespect, because I actually think they played really well and are a fantastic cricket team, and you know, 20 years ago, you would have packed out any game of cricket you had the West Indians, so people are just a bit like, well, you know, it's the West Indies, we'll roll them, they don't like Perth, this isn't that interesting a, a, a game. Um, and you combine that with a bit of the stories that have been floating around around the team, and it just created a bit of disinterest. And you're right, you've got it. You, we have to find a way of reinvigorating the heroes in that Australian cricket team and sell them as heroes and get to know more about their stories and context as to what they think or believe or values or whatever. So it's not seen as so harshly or maybe detrimental to that team assets and yes it does start from the top as you quite rightly said with the head office promoting that team and selling it in a positive light well nick hockley was on this radio station throughout the coverage and like i've said earlier i've got respect for nick hockley as the ceo of the organization but i think they're missing the mark here mate and he spent a lot of time talking Mm. to jared Waitley about what they want to be at cricket australia versus what they are Mm. 
I mean, you should be, yep. surely you should be concentrating on what you are. And this whole want to be stuff is we want to be inclusive and we want to be diverse. You and I both know cricket is a uh, very inclusive game. It's a very diverse game, especially yeah. here in Australia. Well, it, it, that's a, it's, it goes back to, and I won't, I don't want to harp on the, you know, the manly football saga. It's like, oh, we want to promote diversity. And I'm like, every when I looked at that manly football team that went out, it was a diverse team. It already does promote diversity. There's people from all different backgrounds and cultures that are in there. I mean, it's like, I don't know, that might seem just like a bit of spin at times when you hear that sort of stuff, inclusivity and diversity. The game already does it. And you'd know yourself, Matty, you go down to Manly Cricket Club and you're coaching the women's team and you see people all different ages, different sexes, different backgrounds playing. The game is already diverse. I've been playing club cricket this season and the change-up of teams from uh, different cultures is so far different from what it was 20 years ago, and it's to be celebrated. It's exciting, and I think it's fantastic. Um, and I think state teams are actually noticing that. Um, and I think hiring, uh, you know, Chandika Hathurusinga, who was a champion Sri Lankan batter as part of the coaching panel at South Australia, is, is a good move from New South Wales cricket to understand that we are getting people coming through from... Southeast Asian countries, and they've got to connect there or someone who might understand what the background might be a little bit better. So I think the game is doing that. I think what we've got to do is, as I said, start promoting the heroes in their teams and the heroes at domestic level and get to know them more so the the crowds and the public can get in behind these individuals. At the moment, it just seems like whenever they have to speak, they're putting out spot fires. Um, and people at times can be a little bit frustrated with that. So I think that's one reason. I don't know why the reason is we're only getting 42,000. You and myself, you know, I love that contest between bat and ball. I love the way the Windy's hung in. And I love seeing Steve Smith and Marnus Lubbershow and the challenges that they went through the years they went through to make double hundreds and score big runs. Um, you know, and a quick down Nathan Lyon taking six for on that wicket. You know, what a phenomenal effort in the heat, in trying conditions to, to push his team and lead his team to, to get another sixer and show why he's world-class. That, to me, is all, um, you know, good stuff. Yeah, he, he finishes the, the test match, Nathan Lyon, with eight for 189, those figures. And then we head to Adelaide, Socky, on Thursday. So, mm. quick one, do you, do you reckon Paddy Cummins plays on Thursday? I mean, if he's if he's feeling okay, he'll push the cause, and it's very hard to deny the Australian captain his own spot. But do you reckon you'd risk yep. it? No, I don't, I, well, I, don't, I don't know. I haven't spoken. This is not coming from inside the camp or anything like that. Um, I, I'd, I'd say I'd suggest no. I, I mean, if you can't get through that game, I'd be really surprised that in three or four games he was able to come out and bowl. You know, if he's not bowling, if he's only bowling 75% at Adelaide, there's plenty of guys who are bowling 100 because of the tight turnaround that you could go to. Where we were embarrassed with the riches of quicks bowlers that we have in the country that are bowling well at the moment. Your Bolands, your Neeses, your Steckities. Uh, WA, you could pretty much pick anyone out of their top three or four shield bowlers at the moment who are bowling well at the moment and leading the shield competition that could easily come in and replace them. So I think, Pat, you know, given there's so much test cricket over the next 18 months, I don't know, you've got these and another three against South Africa. You've got a Indian test series. You've got a one-day World Cup. It might be worth giving him a spell if he needs it um, because, you know, what might be a... A weak turnaround for him now. If he goes out and blows it out, could be a month or six weeks. 
and then you've got to build that all back up again before you get going. So um, it's, it might be a tough call, but, you know, they've got this capable hands of Steve Smith who can lead the team. He's already done it before. And I don't think this will be the first time that it will happen with Paddy, just given the nature of fast bowling, that sometimes they do need a rest and they're more susceptible to injury. Good work, mate. You've got about a week. What is it, about eight days until your first Big Bash game? Hitting the, um, hitting the sand hills today, are you? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> until Tommy, Tommy, Tommy Two Phones sent me a message and said, hey, we're still good to go for 10-10. I woke up in a daze in my bed going, what's on at 10-10? <laughs> so, mate, my, my, my warm-up at the moment doesn't look uh, too aggressive. I'm just about to wander down to uh, the Manly Bakery, grab us some right. bacon and eggs, sip of coffee, tune into the SEN app, of course. Yes. And listen to more pearls of wisdom from the great <laughs> Matty White in the morning because that, that is the only way I like to start my day, mate. So that'll oh, be me today. You're in safe hands. Good on you, mate. Have a good day. It's a glorious day. Stephen O'Keefe joining us there. Now, the TV ratings in for uh, Australia v Argentina at this stage. So the bare numbers off SBS, 964,000 people tuning in. So that's just the initial figure and then we get um obviously through the app etc and uh 900 so that'll go over a million cricket on channel 7 316,000 for the first session 386,000 for the second session yesterday and still waiting on the ratings from fox so i've got to say i mean in terms of those watching when you combine the two audiences from seven and fox which is what cricket australia will be doing the, the numbers are still there of people watching and they just don't want to go they do not Want to go 22 minutes after 10 o'clock. More on that in just a sec.